You're listening to Noise Extra. I'm Gray Holger, here with my co-host Tara Connolly. Hello. And Mike Connolly. Hello. And tis the season for our yearly sort of wrap-up favorites and just kind of looking back at the stuff we listened to this year that we listened to a bunch and really got into. And uh, yeah, I always like doing these. There's so much good noise coming out every damn year since we've been doing this podcast. And this year was no exception. I think mm-hmm. this year was a good year. And in the past few times we've done this, we each did a top three. We're not doing that this year. It's a bit antiquated. We did it before, I think, just because it was a format to do. We're just going to have a general discussion about all of our favorite yeah. releases this year. We won't be talking about live shows again this year since none of us went to any. Well, so I went that to one. Be... Oh, that's correct. That is correct. <laughs> you true. did go to one. And it was my we top can, live you... show this year. There you go. You know what? It wins Yay! the top show of the year. But we're just going to have a general discussion about some of our favorite stuff. And at the top of this, we'll just say right now, there's a good chance we forgot mm-hmm. five to ten things. So if we told you how much we liked your release and forgot to say it in this episode, apologies. Like Tara and I have established, we apologize for everything we've done up to this point. That's our whole thing about apologies. But also like for well, what we're going to do for exactly, the rest of this podcast. Exactly. We're going to go ahead and yes. apologize for the future just in case we miss something that we did enjoy this year. Because there's th- been a lot of great stuff. And this episode is a kind of an, an in conversation with each other. In conversation with the gang. So... Guess let's just kick it off. What's what's on the top of your mind, Gray? And let's just let's just roll from there. And there's there's so much uh, on my list of things here, and some of it's got some overlap. But two things that I really just loved this year were the uh, Cryocene Exclave CD and the Joe's Dad Warlord CD, both of which involving Stefan Auni of New Forces. Who we had on this year. Who we had on also, and uh, mm. I just, his output this year has been fantastic. You know, I released a CD by him last year, uh, which I still love very much, and he just continues to evolve. And Cryocene is, of course, his collaboration with Matt Betke of Scant and Thousands of Dead Gods, and that that one keeps getting listened to. It's just nicely evolving noise, so... uh. Yeah, if we were trying to do some kind of top list, I, it would be. <laughs> I've got a few repeats by people on here because there there was some really good output by people kind of in the in a zone this year, and I can even you know like the Order and Murderous Vision collab and the new Murderous Vision album, like two things that are 100%. stellar, and it's Stephen Petrus involved in both. Guess yes. what? Absolutely had those on the mind to discuss. We really enjoyed. Both, we only just picked up the Elemental Flame, which is the Just Murderous Vision Mm -hmm. album, and really got into that, listened to that a lot. Absolutely floored by it. Yeah. Some of my favorite stuff that he's done. I mean, he's been on our list uh, in the past year or two, really enjoyed his Voided Landscapes CD, so great. One, it was great getting a getting to have him on the podcast last year december so feels sort of like this year but he'd certainly be someone i'd love to have on again you know just in general right before we started recording tara was going down the list of some of the people we got to interview this year 
which has also been a really cool thing, get, getting to know some people a little more, getting to meet people that we've never met before. Someone like Charlotte Sartre was really exciting. Was Someone so from cool. a different world, from the adult film world, mm-hmm. which I know we'd all love to have uh, another adult film actress, someone from that world on the podcast. I'm sure we'll do that. That was really exciting, but it's been a lot of really great, exciting people this year. We got to talk to Nigel Ayers and Mortis and Chad Davis of Subclinic. Old Tower, Mason Jones, Howard Stelzer. I mean, great. Talk about an old, old friend who we got to re- you know, re talk, reconnect with because it, it had know, been a while. I know, and we—I almost died at Half Cut Cows. <laughs> All right, what an amazing time that I was. Think, you know, I think th- this year is notable for a track that that nearly broke the crew. Yeah. Wait, is twenty twenty two the year that we just like become Runzel Stern heads and we're just like, well, yeah. look, hey, look, it's funny because a friend of the podcast had a bone to pick with us on our. <laughs> The way we discussed the RNG K27 inch. And Always a great way to open a conversation with an old friend. I have, I have a, bone a bone to, to pick, pick with, with you. you. Yes, and that was the literally <laughs> the first words out of his mouth when we saw him, which, hey, you know what? I love it. Yes, I love it. I it love was it. hilarious, too. So that's that was fun. Yeah, the year we almost were broken a few times, but we, you know what? We I think it did break, together. but I just like a little super glue back together. A little spray glue. Yeah. Little gorilla glue. Yeah. Maybe the industrial glue stick that we discovered this year. Thank yeah. you, industrial glue stick. I appreciate <laughs> your drying time. But yeah, no, that's, I think it's been really cool getting to, you know, continually get to talk to people. And this year, again, has been a lot of exciting people get to talk to. And, you know, going forward, I'm sure though it's going to be a lot more. Now, Tara, you just got really excited about a record that came out. Very recently. Yes, I I did get very excited about it. Um, And it had, you know, like when something comes out and you're like, I'm going to get to it. I know I'm going to love it. I know I'm going to love it. And as soon as I heard it, it was the only thing I wanted to listen to. And that's the new Angelus record. And well, you said it like I say it. You need to say it like Tara says it. Manon Angeli. Thank you. uh, Record. And boy, is it good. Gray, have you heard it yet? I have. I have heard it. I it is I very just, strange. I love how it, it it mixes so many things. It mixes organic and inorganic and it's subtle and bold, it's small and large, it's haunted and it's intimate. And the constant sizzle of electricity paired with her different vocal styles, uh I, I just I just found them very provocative and i i really enjoyed them and i was absolutely shocked when i heard beats but enjoyed that entire experience like it it had such a huge huge range and not a way where it's just trying to throw everything in there i really enjoyed uh seagal de space which is space cicadas yeah like of course i'm gonna like a track called space cicadas are you kidding me i love that image yeah, it's great. It's so great. It's worldly and otherworldly. Have been listening to her back catalog, you know, sort of since we did that episode and, and mm-hmm. before then, of course, too, but but just kind of going through stuff and that she made a new album now is is just awesome because it's been a long time 
Hey, hey, yeah. you know, you know, you know what was on our mind too. Got to try to reach out. Good for plan. sure. And you know, when we were going back looking at who had been on this year, we had the crazy realization that we had not had GX on for an entire year. No, the last time we had the last time when we talked to so GX. So you know what? I think maybe you know. I think it's time. Maybe GX, he can talk to her. Sean and Richard. A yeah. couple returning guests that we you know. But that's the you know. Hey, 2022, we got to have some great returns for sure. Yeah, and speaking with people, it's so interesting because everybody's approaches and thought patterns are so different and so unique. I, I think it's truly inspired us and driven all of us to create more and do more because it, it's just so refreshing to hear these different perspectives and really reflect upon your own approach. Absolutely. You know, another record that is otherworldly and really strange and unexpected that is on my on my list here is the Aaron Dillaway and Lucretia Dalt, Lucy and Aaron LP. A yes. totally berserk record. You know, obviously Dillaway we've had on before and uh, we've all <laughs> known him for, for too long and always love his work. But this one, Lucretia brings such a different component to this that was is just you don't even know where how it mixes in and then when it does it's perfect and strange and uh, that record has kept me listening and enjoying throughout the year since it came out yeah Dillowick collaborates well with others we actually just received it from mm -hmm. the man himself so while we have checked it out on the bandcamp we are Looking forward to spinning it, and it's actually de a delayed spin because I did a thing, the total th a total me thing to do. Went to go pop on a record the <laughs> other day. Went to do the little like you know make sure there's no dust on the needle. Wow, pop that needle right off. So awaiting a replacement, which is such a me thing to do, right? Well, like, I did that so. too once when you when. Mike was on tour and he had been gone for so many weeks and it was like, you know, like a six weeker. And the only thing he wanted to do was like come home and chill and like listen to records. And I went to clean the record needle and broke it, it right you off. Know, you were doing it. You were preparing. <laughs> so <laughs> how that is, you know what? Oh, that was so <laughs> alarming. What do they I was say? just driving they say? all over Ann Arbor it's, looking for a needle. It's the, it's the thought that counts. So you were trying to clean the needle mm -hmm. so that it was ready for me. I think I ended up getting one at Encore I'm after treated. much search. You know, you're talking about also being uh, sort of excited by the stuff we're hearing and the people we get to talk to and this kind of stuff. And not something on my best of list because it would be horrific to include it because I'm involved with it. But we also we started our project this year, the, the three of us. And that's been really mm -hmm. exciting just because we're, we're constantly talking about noise, thinking about noise and having ideas about noise and analyzing noise. That uh, collaborating with the two of you is is one of my favorite things that has come about this year, just because we've been friends for so long, and Mike and I have worked on stuff together in the past, but, mm -hmm. but having the three of us kind of work on something is really uh, a great joy. Absolutely, and it's almost insane that we had, the three of us had never done anything together, so... And talk about different approaches. And, I mean, all three of us come <laughs> at it so yeah. differently, but it's that's wild. That's what makes for great combinations, right? It's all the different approaches going into a new thing that comes out unexpectedly. So it's been a lot of fun making sounds with you again because it had been so long. Yeah. 
Yeah, really. Yeah, hey, that's true. And hey, while we're at it, Kendrick has had a nice year. Mm-hmm. Little more the mellow than last year, but little, I think little, little, little. You know, but you know <laughs> what? It's, for my sanity, it's been the best. <laughs> exactly, especially on the reissue tip, the radio sound. Obviously, is, oh yeah, we heard us talk about it. Really enjoyed that. The reissue is fantastic, but also a project that you had talked about that we were unfamiliar with that you did a reissue CD of is the HCOD. Instruments of Destiny CD, and I think it's a great one. Yeah, I'm I'm such a big fan of his work, and actually, uh, Fieldwork, his label released a Oscar Renaissance cassette, which is and and a Legion VK tape. Those those two tapes have gotten so much play too. It's that really nice heavy electronics, corroded, suffocated kind of atmospheres that I really like. So. Uh, I'm not sure who's involved in those, but I know they they came from the fieldwork camp, and I that I just really enjoy that stuff. That, that HCOD CD, that tape was getting so much play here that I wanted to make it available to a, a wider audience. Yeah, it's, great. it's it's actually it's truly a thing that we actually still don't know anything about it aside from you talking about it and then doing the issue. I have no idea who HCOD is. I'm aware of the fieldwork label through you. I am very, I don't know who any of those people are. So it's actually a true, I'm very separate from it. So I just enjoy it. Yeah, it's so nice just to just listen to exists. something, isn't it? Just listen to yeah. it and enjoy it. Yeah, I don't know them. Too. I don't really know. Good. I only know that you have recommended it and reissued it. So really enjoyed those CDs in particular and loving the return to Kendritic tapes, the Inferior Passions tape. I think and I can't the, wait for more. I mean, the modern conundrum of vinyl has made everybody kind of have a resurgence of cassette and compact disc yeah and and i'm very thankful for it because (laughs) i like working in those mediums and i was kind of tired of dealing with tapes for a while but i am uh, reinvigorated by by handling looking at going through my tape collection so much more and just getting into the sorts of things that i really like about cassettes and especially making them yourself uh i've mm-hmm. i've never been one for with cassettes at least like the pro manufacturing thing and even those plants now are, are backed up and busy with lots of orders and stuff so doing stuff in-house and do making your own art and cutting everything and putting it together it is one of the most satisfying things and it, and it has been for almost 20 years now for me like one of those things oh, i absolutely. enjoy i remember the first time i assembled stack of releases and i still get that joy when i see them all in a box or on a shelf now and they're made you know you've got them all done all the pieces together oh it's such a good feeling yeah when you make the first one the first mock-up like the first complete thing and then you're like okay i'm gonna change these couple things and, and finish it off and then you make a run uh just love i just love doing it i think it's well ta- ta- you- tapes are forever the best always will, will forever be the best and my favorite yeah, being in control of it it's especially now with so many reasons for delays and everything being in control of it from start to finish is I think it's still the best and it's still the most exciting thing to receive. If a tape is broken, I can fix it. Probably might be missing a second or two, but yeah, you know, another cassette that I got that was actually also a, uh, a recommendation from a friend of the podcast, which I, a project I fell in love with this year is, a. Wallachian cobwebs. 
and I actually just got the tape in the mail, but I got the download before the tape was even <laughs> released, so it has been listened to so many times. Uh, I, this is perfect dungeon synth. Like, it's... I, I put it on... I listened to it earlier today. I put it on all the time. I listen to it constantly, and it hasn't gotten... I haven't gotten sick of it or haven't even needed a break from it. Uh, it's very dangerous to play something probably as much as I play this, but this is... Something maybe a little outside of the kind of stuff we normally focus on episode wise or, you know, but it's. Well, 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 I'm going to go ahead and say that that is a complete, a complete fallacy. Look, I, because look, I know we talked to Mortis big, and I know a big connection, though, is who is the guest on that tape? Old Tower as, as does. Heck on yeah. One yeah. Who was what a great conversation we got to have with Old Tower and that the reason you had recommended the Will H and Cobweb said old tower is a guest on this. So, you know, we're immediately going to check it out. It's fantastic. And let's just go into it. The old King of witches. Absolutely. Oh, it's so good. A flooring standout of the year. And it's just exciting to see where the old tower project continues to go. Tales of the mad moon's great too. Cause it's the great collections. So you can listen to everything right in a row, but the old king of witches, absolutely a huge, huge standout of the year and a big standout on, hey, let's just get into it. What a year hospitals had. I mean, it's oh my God. staggering, really. God damn, that Merzbaugh Perrin collaboration is so, so good. The Merzbaugh Perrin is absolutely unbelievable. Yes. Ranks among some of the best of both, and it's I had no idea what to expect from it. It could go in so many directions, and uh, yeah, it's a it's such a solid, solid listen. What else? What, and, else, what were some but other? How distinctively both people, but at the same time they pair so well together. It's like salty and sweet. One of those amazing flavor combinations. Well, what were some of the other favorite? I mean, I think I know immediately what was some of your other favorites from hospital but what what is on the tip of your tongue there well that that skin crime set is like that was that this year see that's the thing is it's so crazy really? right that was this year i guess yeah it was that was in march wow dang it's so it feels see you could have told me that was like five years ago yeah yeah concept uh that was absolute what the booklet the yeah. booklet alone. The booklet alone, really. Oh my but god, whole, I can't even thing, handle I mean, it. Just, just great. Uh, I, I really didn't make a big list, so let me look. I, there's a couple titles that do stick out, but I'm just gonna make sure I know them to have in an order here. I definitely squealed at the skin crime booklet. Full disclosure. Absolutely. Two total question mark releases that I really fell in love with that I have also listened to a bunch. Uh, those pale newspaper Pandora's box four tape box mm -hmm. sets uh dude i don't know totally. anything about the project i have no, no. idea from whence it yeah. came and i like that some mystery in fact we just had a discussion over the weekend Conley, with with uh one of yes. our friends about how important mystery is to them still and, yes. and how they like not knowing what certain things are and or having having all the info and I know that seems to go kind of against what we, we do here, kind of diving sure, into sure, things sure. and researching and looking up old interviews and this and that. But there is something really special when you get, especially something new, and you're just like, I got no clue what this is. And yeah. it's not 
doesn't sound like anything else on the label necessarily. It doesn't sound like anything I'm super familiar with in terms of the actual zone of it. And yeah, those pale newspaper box sets really, really got me. They're so great. And I'm with you. No idea about it. And it is exciting. You know, yes, I understand the, well, you know what? We're, I'm I'm all about contradictions. I hate hypocrisy, but I love contradiction. So I so someone explained that you can't. But the I love contradictions, and yeah. So yes, we love mystery, and yes, weekly we are diving into the mysteries. But that's part of the mystery, right? And sometimes we're wrong about the mysteries. The paradoxes of life. I love it. I yeah. love love the contradiction. Hate the hypocrisy. What about you, Tara? What are some of the what are some of the hospital standouts? I mean, I'm I'm currently wearing my Rogue State University gray sweatshirt currently, I think with the appropriate uh pajama pants that are plaid. And you you basically you you're 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 in your dorm room. I, I woke you're, up you're, late, you're, I'm gonna go to class like this. Yeah, yeah, in your pe- have, in your pants, like you were studying late for the finals. I got like yesterday's Starbucks in my hand. I wander off with my slippers. Uh, I bring a blanket. I show up at Rogue State University. I can't get over State Two One Three. Um, I I won't get over it. I don't know how you receive your packages at the Vampire State Building because every apartment is Two One Three. I don't know how to address my mail. The mail's all in one pile down at Dean Frost's office. You just kind of hope that you know he can sort it out. Don't make sure not to go to that guidance counselor. But you just gotta send that mail to the dreaded p.o box 213 you know i i filled out the application i was accepted i oh congratulations sent in for all of the educational materials and have a a really nice stack of of rogue state information here but this box set collects some of those along with some unreleased material and information and it's so very cool i really have been enjoying the rogue state project a lot it's, it's it's an incredible project and it's the what it's it's building this world right something we talked about with old tower right old tower is the same it's this building this world and i think that's what the most exciting stuff right now is projects who are building their own world rogue state combining Dahmer, new york college all into this yeah. thing and it's creating something that you you see it, but you can't put your finger on it, right? It's just this perfect. But I mean, guess, but that's art, right? That's what art. Yeah, is. it's like the that's effects of is. population density. The effects of population density is one of the most disturbing tracks in recent noise history. So I am floored by it. I was absolutely agape. I was taken aback. I was astounded. Wow. It's absolutely fantastic. And I associate both of you with the Rogue State crew neck sweatshirt. Yeah, I I got mine oversized also in the style of like having an oversized college sweater <laughs> sort of thing. And uh, it's become a go-to as the weather turns here. 100% important. No question. What about you, Mike? What were your favorites from hospital well, this year? Well, one of my favorites was the punk exploitation tape. <laughs> yes. 
and I think it is just the <sighs> limited edition with the cross and the chain wallet. How often do we walk around just saying Angela Buono? Buono. Angela Buono. Angela Buono. Buono. No, that's true. And sometimes I just like to pick it up and kind of hold it and walk around with it because it's really <laughs> fun to kind of have a crucifix style item in your hand. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Like as soon as we open that box, it's, you know, it, it's one of those things that's just so unique and so notable and just embedded with individuality and personality and the different places it takes you. When you can think about something for a long time, that's great. You know, it, it's not a one trick pony. You, you kind of peel back layer after layer at each time, even down to like opening the chain wallet and there's like 15 cents in it. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. What I, mean? yeah like, I love that. Like, it's so good. And then like dissecting all of the inserts and really, you know, thinking about the symbolism of all of those things and, you know, thinking about Angelo Buono and what he was well, like. The thing, all and, just, and Rogue State, I think, does the same thing. And yeah. both of those projects also do something. They put a giant smile on my face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, I can't, I'm so happy. It, they make me so happy. There's another release coming up after I'm going to, talk about two more hospital releases that also is a project that puts a smile on. I know all three of our faces, but I think it has to be said that the remorseless greed comp is. Oh my God. Absolutely. Immediately legendary. It is from the experience of opening it to the mystery of who's on it. Like we talk about the great mystery, as we say, if you haven't gotten it yet, do everything you can to not look it up, to see what's on it. Just enjoy the excavation. You're digging through the sands of Egypt. You are literally. Like you're, literally. You're literally digging through the sands of Egypt. And it is, I don't even want to say too much about it just because people still haven't received their copies yet. But Prepare I can Prepare yourself just, to excavate. Yeah, you don't even, don't you, you just don't look it up. Just go with it. And... Another mysterious project that resurfaced this year via hospital would be Def Pact International. Absolutely special and incredible releases. Notably, the FBI Most Wanted Ragnarok. Yes. It really sends you to a many places, much like Tara's saying, peeling back the layers. There's so many layers. Mm -hmm. Sit with the inserts. Give your full attention to the package and the sound you will be greatly rewarded. And I love it when a lot of energy goes into something, and it's clear that a lot of thought and energy goes into it, and, and there's a payoff. You know, it, it's, not, it's not just energy and thought without purpose, direction, inspiration, passion, love, disgust, like any of those things. There, It's all of those things embedded into something, and I think that's... Of well, I don't even think I mean, it's of course what we all love to take away from noise is just having our own wild brains spattered out into a release in the world. And somehow the other insane people just can relate to it on different levels. And I think that that's absolutely magical. And speaking about other wild wonderful individuals that put a smile on our face actually can tara can i i know you you have a big star on your sheet of paper 
can I introduce this by singing a line from the album? Oh, yes. You, okay. A gorgeous voice. Okay, great. Please do. Here we go. I couldn't shoot my muck because I was so full of drugs. I couldn't oh, shoot my muck because I was so full Thank of you. drugs. <laughs> Thank you for that rendition. Uh, from Bull Penis Soup and Smelling Quim. I mean. Forever a fan. Uh, smile. Forever a smile on my face. Forever a smile yep. on my face. Not, not a smile, um, not an ignorant smile. Maybe sometimes a bit silly and dumb, but never uh, without intent, thought, wisdom, experience, and unhinged wild brain. I love that the greats of 30 years ago are the greats of now. Like, oh, I, totally. I just think that Smelling Quim is such a special project and continues to confound and entertain and confuse well and explore new things and weird things and just tr keeps trying stuff <laughs> i don't know I, I just it's i like them because they're so strange and they haven't that hasn't stopped you it, know who sure else hasn't. is so wild and strange and i'm glad he hasn't stopped is grim and and they did that um folk music reissue this year and that was phenomenal but Grimm's still going and he's still as unique and individualistic and fantastical as ever that was a great reissue definitely some great reissues this year oh fusty with the uh, proof of the shooting for cd you want to so talk about yeah. box sets too right i mean like the, Jonathan the fusty for cd the, yeah the, the, oh, the proof of the yeah, shooting box the set is fantastic the the Jonathan Briley box set, the Domain Podique box set, the, I mean, just so much killer stuff coming out and and getting a, a spotlight put on it now. It's a good time for noise for this kind of stuff. And speaking of classics, a classic thing happened this year, and that's Joe Colley releasing a new seven inch, trying to play nothing on Mew Music. We've definitely really enjoyed reconnecting with Kali via our interview last year. One of the masters of the seven inch. He always gives us information when we do Povertech seven inches and there's a fantastic seven inch. Uh, you know, long, long time fan. I'm actually trying to play nothing is such a strange, strange seven inch, but uh, I'm very excited. I, got a master for a new collie release for chondritic to come out next year so nice uh very exciting and that was of course you know just through all of this podcast stuff as well and talking to him and keeping in contact so very very excited seven inches so, so what a format <laughs> we talk about him every week too you know well except Heck yeah we do except uh this week when we do you know when we do five inches <laughs> Ah, you know what else, who else? Gray, what else? You know who else puts a smile on my face, even when the topics are heavy, and had a, I think a banner year this year. Dave Phillips put out mm. "To Death," "Humanity Is the Virus," and "Don't Hurt Me for Your Pretty," and those are three great and distinctly different releases for for all kinds of different reasons. 
and I've had the pleasure of, you know, knowing Dave and running into Dave numerous times over the years and always a fun person to talk to in per you know, in person when you're, you know, when we get to get to connect, but I think he's making some of the best work he's ever made now. And that's exciting to see. That's really just exciting. You know, love the stuff 15 years ago, but I, I just, these new releases are, are stellar and, and to death, of course, uh, hit home maybe a, a little harder for me since I, I lost my mother this year back in July and knowing and having something to listen to that was sort of directly tied to that uh, is was a very was a very nice thing and in fact there's another release that is uh, unfortunately tied to death this year which is a fantastic piece of work musically and that is grunt splatter dowsing in the cancer lands mm -hmm. and uh scott lost his wife this year so it was very sad you know there's been a lot of a lot of death around us but finding the will to create art and connect with other people through that is uh one form of solace from it and i i appreciate that people put their real life and their emotions and their personal stuff out there in these ways and allow us to uh to connect with it well, absolutely, and, and so much of this world that we are in gives a wide opportunity to discuss sonically, visually, artistically these elements of life and death. And, you know, like Grace said, there's been some losses this year. Obviously, personally, with Gray losing his mother, who we were with the whole time with Gray, uh, you know, obviously there was some, he was missing on some episodes and it was, a, it was, a, it was a empty spot for us, but we always wanted to fill it, bring that energy for Gray. And in the world of noise and sound, of course, we sadly lost Peter Rayberg, who we had a great mm -hmm. opportunity to talk to a little bit ago. And it was a real joy getting to reconnect with him as it had been a while since we had all been together. But also a couple of people we never did meet or talk to, Richard H. Kirk, as well as Andrea Haugen of Aghast, which mm -hmm. was very tragic. Not that any death is not tragic. They're all tragic. She was unfortunately involved in a... Situation that took her from us too soon. Exactly, exactly. So the, I... Again, apologize if we're forgetting to pay tribute to anybody right now, but it's that was very sad. Unfortunately, the older we get, we're gonna be having these this happen. But we can always have their art and have what they left behind, so that they'll always be with us in some way. And paying tribute by listening to their records. Thinking about the records, looking at their art, I think is the best way to pay tribute. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they live on through their work. Hell, speaking of death, someone who we talked to this year who uh, has a very death-obsessed project, I cannot count how many times I have listened to Subclinic's Neuroschism tape. It's a fantastic tape. So good. I It repeatedly... Just over and over, I keep playing this thing, and it does not lose a second of excitement for me. I it's 
really connected with it the first time I put it on and it is stuck in my head as something I just want to listen to all the time. So nice work. Nice work there. And really cool getting to meet Chad for us. I know I think you had met him, right? We had never met. We'd written. Oh, over I guess the years, for some reason no. I thought you had. I met him at the Ruinous Resound Fest, which like there you know we you said mm-hmm. the the <laughs> one live show I saw this year, which was actually what like twelve bands, so counts right. as you know two yeah, days. You can see a lot of shows. A little, little more <laughs> yeah. than a show, yeah. Uh, also, he played a great a great set. There was really a lot of great stuff at that fest, so it was nice to get to see something uh, happen live this year. I, I do look forward to checking out some more shows as as we can so far we have a show scheduled in about a year from now that we're going to see <laughs> so everything crossed we get to hey there we go maybe it's gonna right. happen <laughs> well when i was reviewing our most played list the thing that came up on mine is coercive control little moonbeam terror i especially love night hag because i find that relatable sometimes but i certainly have been enjoying jilla's output uh the self-enucleation tape on no rent was phenomenal and i just love the isolated tormented like approach to so many things they it's not pretty it is violent and it's also personal and I just love the level at which it hits home and you can relate to her entire aesthetic. I I think that her output this year was really great and mm-hmm. just exciting to to listen to because it's so outside of anything I can expect. You know, I don't know what to expect from it ever. And and I like that. I like to be kept guessing and I like to know that I can get something and mm-hmm. and it's going to satiate. Speaking of unexpected, a project I know the three of us are all very into and very into its unexpectedness would be Star. Oh yeah. And your your tist your tist, did I say it right? Huh. Oh man. Uterus? Utris, Utris <laughs> tape on I Am Elegant. Man, again, it's not, it's a 90 minute tape. And again, it's not what you expect. And again, Star continues to be one of the most exciting projects going. I think it really captures something special about noise. Yeah, the sense of individuality is very very strong with that one and and with all the star releases and the i am elegant stuff the packaging the mm-hmm. the sounds the approach the way it's recorded the elements incorporated all of it is just one big question mark but it all fits in someone else's strange universe and i like being given glimpses into that Oh, no yeah, question. it's like as a human, we enjoy solving puzzles and looking at riddles and seeing patterns. And I think that Star provides you with an opportunity to really uh, puzzle yourself for quite a while. And uh, absolutely great. Oh, 
love it so much. And I, even though I mutilated the holes when I cut them. You did not. You did a great job. I did a mediocre job. You did a great job. I did an adequate job because the holes are there and the tape can be played. You did a great job. Sometimes that's all you need. Sufficient. (laughs) I'm never going to be bummed on some Richard Ramirez stuff, particularly the black leather Jesus tape, tell it to the Marines. I think that is... Uh. A perfect Black Leather Jesus, Richard Ramirez title. Great tape as well. The metal dildo tapes from this year have been getting a lot of play here. We love them so much. The love the imagery. Feedback samples speaks to our outlook on life in a perfect way. It's the intensity have, I crave. Those have been great. And in the pornographic vein, we've really loved Moosehead. I still I don't know if I pronounce <laughs> it right. <laughs> Moosehead wrote, in fact, to there was a couple corrections he gave, and now they've slipped my mind on a few things. Oh, oh, I think I said he self-released this tape, but it is not. Mm-mm. I I was I was yeah mistaken and confused but the cinematic pleasures tape has gotten a ton of play Mm -hmm. here so really love that project it was an old project that was reignited and just speaks to our sensibilities when you said the pornographic vein i thought you were gonna list pornographic recommendations this year i mean you know we could do that too but maybe that'll be a that'll be a bonus uh, a bonus bonus. Oh, yeah, we'll do that That, that would just be like an initiation services mailer, which yeah. <laughs> also I love I love getting. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah. You know, uh, friend Scott sends me postcards all the time. I don't know if you guys get these postcards, we but do. I love them. I, they just show hey, up in the mailbox. Scott of Black Lady Jesus. Black Lady Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And they're on our refrigerator right now. And I. I also get strange mailings. I, I Someone from San Francisco was sending me a bunch of strange mailings that I'm not <laughs> even sure of. It was a total uh, mail bomb for like two weeks here of, of odd things. Mm-hmm. And uh, also just getting, you know, you get the new initiation services mailer in the mail and it, it comes in that nice envelope and it's exciting. I like the uh, return to print communication in terms of letting people know what's going on and keeping people informed. That will be continuing for years to come, for sure. And this is uh, also, you know, yeah, the, the dawn of initiation services. This is just the beginning year one, and we already are plotting out year two, and we'll continue for as long as we are alive. Uh, you know, you brought up a, a great Fusty release in the proof of the shooting for CD Box, but... He just released a record that I have also thrown on numerous times, which is the new Saren Snow, Mighty Blood LP. And this scratches my itch for early 90s Euro heavy electronics and does it perfectly. So really enjoying this record. Uh, came out quite recently. So it's always, you know, it's the the trick of the year. It's like, Something came out in January. I got to remember all the way back to January. Something comes out right now. I know I've been, it's been it's still sitting on my turntable. I know I've been listening to it. Um, mm-hmm. But there is one thing I do remember that came out 
last December. And I feel like we get to count that stuff because I well, think so. It's our rules. And, you know, we're doing this now before the end of the year. If we did this list in January, then maybe I wouldn't apply. But Diaz Natalis Invicti Solis compilation CD, which uh, kindly I know you're actually on. This is true. But perfect for this time of year. I mean, this is this is <laughs> what it's for. Oh, yeah, it is. It's so good right now, isn't it? And Yeah, so I pulled it out, the stacks again, and, and put it on, and this thing just is killer. So if you haven't gotten one or, or given it a listen, please do. It's so, so good. And yeah, if you're in a room alone and you have a candle, it's a perfect thing to listen to. burning. Yeah, maybe some myrrh burning. Maybe you're sitting by the ocean at night. Yeah, I would like to do that, actually. That sounds nice. That sounds really nice, huh? But yeah, no, it's, I'm sure we're forgetting so much stuff. Oh, the oh, I already know because and we it was in our it was oh. in both of our recent listenings. Maybe in the absolute last episode. Was oh, the, the new Linecraft. The new Linecraft. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, it was that was another one that like I got recently, but oh, it is, yeah. I just I keep playing it, so uh, I know I know it's good because <laughs> it just doesn't leave the turntable. Also in January, if I'm not, I think that Spastic Colon reissue came out in January. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was great on Tronics. January also saw the Chuck Johnson Cedar Grove on VDSQ. Loved his Balsam's record. God, Steve, I love Chuck Johnson. Of course, Johnson we have to have so Steve much. back on. And that record's really great. I, look, I actually tried this year to make to keep an ongoing list because of what happens. Well, you did do that. Yes, look at you. I'm sure I missed things, but the fact that I even have things from January means that I started. Tyler's got a notebook and he uses it and it's, I don't know how. We have multiple notebooks. The problem is we went through all these notebooks and now we're like shuffling notebooks. That's the problem. We tried to have a home time notebook and a noise rumble notebook and a noise extra notebook. And they all end up getting. Yeah. And then it just ends up being the first one we reach for. And then it's just got all crazy things. And then our personal notes from like releases, titles. We're like, where are those titles? Uh, It doesn't. Yeah. We're not good at keeping it all separated. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's just been. A great, great year. And again, I know we're missing things. I know we're we're failing some people. Oh, a new, uh, this came out just a couple weeks ago, was the, the new gas. Oh, I Durlang's love that. Durlang's yes. March. Fantastic. You know, I haven't listened yes. to this one yet. You know, two gas fans on this right side. I know Gray's a, a fan as well, but you know we're going to pick up the brand new one. And it is, hey. If you like gas, you're gonna like this album. It's great. What about you, Gray? Is there anything we uh we we passed over on your list that you wanted to make oh, sure to mention? My list is tapped out, and I'm I'm just drawing a blank. I I know there's more cassettes, especially that. Definitely. Uh, oh my god. Definitely. So many. Just I just can't think of it right now. Um. Possibly just due to the way I've stored them or something. Now I don't know that where they're not. They're just not. <laughs> it, it, hey, you know forefront. what? It's just it's been a really great year. Maybe on next year's year-end episode, we're going to get to talk about live shows. But for right now, it's just been a flood of fantastic releases this year. Well, I think everybody's, you know, hyper-aware of the ephemeral nature of life. And so we're all, you know, inspired or feeling dread or at least having some sort of feeling uh, to propel ourselves forward Right now, and I think that 
you know, of all the people we enjoy, everybody's heavily motivated to put something out and release something and, and share it with others. And that's so awesome. A, a great band once said, time is the enemy. And it is true because we see the face of it and it's always fighting us. But what we can do as artists, musicians, podcasters, whatever you want to call it. Humans. Fight against it. Push against it. And we're going to do everything to win that war. Defy the temporal nature of existence. Well, we're going to go hop over on the Patreon and talk about other things that we got into this year. Some books we may have read, some movies that we watched, discovered, and have a little talk over there about the other things that got us excited in 2021. We will be doing a whole nother year and a whole nother year and a whole nother year. So got lots of great stuff planned. This year's still not done. We still got a couple. It's I was true. gonna say see you next year, but we still got a couple. Got a couple. We still got a couple. So I'm not gonna say see you in a few days. See, you, yeah, we'll we'll see you next week. Still see you next week, and then we'll see you next year, and the year after that, and the year after that, and the year after that. And hey, thank you to everyone for the support for these past three years. It's been incredible, the support and just connecting with so many people. We can't thank everyone enough for sticking with us. All the new people who who are just discovering noise, welcome. We are jealous of you because you get a whole world that you're you're just gonna day after day discover new stuff. So it's been great getting to talk with everybody and we'll continue to talk to you week in and week out.